BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread. With incredible taste and texture, Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The World According to Chris, where we help you build out and scale faster your side business. Now, today's conversation is actually one that I have been waiting for you to hear because I've been talking to her for the last two months and I'm just like, we gotta make this happen. And now we are here. We had the opportunity to finally, not only get on her schedule, but to come up with something that's gonna be able to be helpful to you. So what I want you to do is make sure you got a pad and a pen. I wanna make sure also that you save this episode. In fact, if you're listening right now on any audible uh, device or platform, I wanna make sure that you share this with somebody else because you don't wanna miss this. The young lady we're getting ready to talk to and have a conversation with has not only found what she needed to do as she was building her business while working her job, she left that job, found a space that was for her. And you know what's pretty cool? She learned some things along the way that she's going to be able to share and reveal with us right here in a full interview. Now, here's the other thing that you need to know from real estate to to all her other investments and more importantly, She's giving in such a way that is absolutely incredible. She just started up her podcast and I'm super excited for the interviews that she's had. She's already interviewed some people, y'all, that I can't even get to. She's that powerful and she's that very well connected. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to meet my new good friend and soon to be business partner, the woman incredible, Miss Tasha McCray. Tasha, how are you today? I am <laughs> good deal well listen um I, I i i there's so many things that i want to cover and i've got like an entire set of like i literally have like my sticky notes here because i got some stuff that i want to talk about but um before i get into that I, I want you to just introduce yourself to everyone tell them who you are uh tell them about your incredible husband that guy is freaking og in the game i like i like this guy like i can't wait till we get a chance to really get together but tell everybody a little bit about who you are what it is that you do and then we're gonna i want to i want to go some places because i want to give people an understanding of like your journey is one of those that i go i wish 
we literally were documented like Kanye's <laughs> documentary that came out because I think it's a blueprint that sometimes we miss some of those keys. So give everybody a little understanding of what you do. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me, okay? I am Tasha McCray, a.k.a. T-Mac. A lot of people always say, what do you do? Tell me a little bit about yourself. I always tell people, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, I'm a sister, auntie, cousin, friend. I am all of those things, but I am an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. I am an investor. I am a business owner. On several businesses. I'm a retired hairstylist of 23 years. I'm a retired nurse of 25 years. And I am loving life. I'm just loving life, doing things in my own lane, making, uh, creating my own table, uh, inviting friends to sit at my table and so that we all can eat. So that's who I am in a nutshell. Man, there's so many, you, you use the word retired three times. I'm loving that. We're going to get into that in a moment. But I want to I want to go back a second. There was a time you were working your regular day job. You you were you were getting on your grind every day doing your job. Talk to me about a little bit about, you know, let everybody know, like what you did, what that day job entailed. But where was like the thing? What was the moment that you were like, oh, but there's something outside of this job that I would like to maybe even learn or explore. But like. What was the linchpin thing or was there a moment that kind of separated in your mind? Like I, there's something more out here than just working every single day. Yes. Well, I'm kind of a hybrid because I became a nurse at 18 years old and then I became a hairstylist at 20 years old. So I've always done both, you know, being a hairstylist, standing behind a chair, you know, uh, building my own clientele, then opening up one salon, and then I opened up another salon. So I've always done that and also worked in corporate America as a nurse. So, um, and when I would get tired of one, I would focus more of my attention on the other. But I know a lot of people who are stuck and they've never done the entrepreneurial um, thing they don't really know or they're afraid to jump because they don't know what's out there. Well, I kind of knew what was out there. So I, I was kind of at an advantage. But I can say that when I moved in 2003 from South Carolina to Tampa, Florida with my two sons, I kind of put the um, entrepreneurship thing on the shelf. And then I was just nursing full time, kind of got caught up in the rat race of that. Um, so. I was tired of that because I would have to ask for time off when I wanted to do things with my kids or go on vacation. I, that was just, that was a no go for me. And then I started doing hair again. So I had to build my clientele up all over again in a new city, a new, a new state. Um, I did that. The turning point for me was that was when I, if I didn't work at the salon, I didn't get paid. So I was trying to transition my way out of my nine to five as a nurse. I just, I just, I felt like I was stuck. You know, I was caught in the middle, right? I was taking, you know, it's, it's the yin and the yang of a thing. And I was caught in between the yin and the yang. A lot of people talk about the yin, they talk about the yang, but they don't talk about that space in between where they're caught. And a lot of people get stuck there and don't know how to get out. Well, how, when, I'm going to, let me say this. The red light, I mean, a huge flash and red light went off 
when I was sitting at my desk one day at home. I worked from home as a nurse case manager and I was scrolling through Instagram. It was noon. I'll never forget it. October 2018. And I saw this female riding in a van with a male and she was helping him find a commercial property. And she was casually talking and she was like, yeah, on 33 properties. Yeah, on eight or nine tax companies. Yeah, I do this. Yeah, I do that. And I'm sitting, you know, like stuck to my desk. And I said, I want what she I want to do what she does. I knew nothing about real estate. Absolutely nothing. All I wanted was freedom. Right. That's all I wanted. I wanted to be able to if I didn't have if I didn't show up at the salon or if I didn't show up at work, I would still get paid. So that was it for me. And I just started, I started studying everything I could about real estate. And I just, I, I let me tell you something. When they say jump, I jump. No parachute, didn't care about a parachute. We'll worry about the parachute on the way down. <laughs> and that's what happened. You, you sound like my wife. Uh, that's, 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 you know, my wife will jump and, and hadn't thought about all the other pieces to go with it. She'll figure it out on the way down. And so, so it's interesting. You made, you made mention of a couple of things and, and, and I was taking some notes here. I, I want to go back to something. I wanted to ask you this question. You were talking about working that job and then, uh, doing the hairstyle and then you had to put that on the shelf and just was a nurse. Let me ask you this question. What was something about nursing that you liked and what was the thing that you least liked about nursing? I like I've always liked helping people. Right. So that's what I like. I like I was a trauma nurse for many, many years and then I became a hospice case manager. So it was, you know, you know, saving people or helping them transition. Right. So that was a that was one of those were two things that I loved about nursing. And then the thing that I, I, I liked least about nursing was the fact that I didn't have autonomy to do what I want when I want it with my time. So you've got this thought in your head and you're like, man, I want my time, but mm -hmm. I can't get out of these. I'm sure for you at that time, 10, 12 hour days, right? 12, 16 hour days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got kids, right? And you're like, but I, I don't know where to do it. I, I like what you said. You said, you, you know, I, I wanted what she had. Like I saw this thing. I wanted what she had, but I didn't know where to go. Get, give me an understanding of like, what was the very first step you took to even give yourself permission, like to explore something else, right? Because there's a lot of people who they're kind of afraid to even give themselves like a, a mental okay to like go look at something else for lots of different reasons, right? Um, some of them are, you know, laced in a false sense of loyalty to their job. Some of them are, you know, all sorts of things, right? I don't, what if I go out here and fail? Some people have a fear of failing, but how did you start that process? And what was the very first thing you did when giving yourself permission to even go see if this is something you could pursue? I went straight to Google. I went straight to YouTube and I started Googling and YouTubing uh, real estate investing, newbies, you know, new real estate investors, all those keywords. That's what I started doing. I didn't think about what if it doesn't work or giving myself permission. I'd already given myself permission when I said I, 
I do not want to have to answer to or ask another man. I had a problem with asking another man for time off or for anything outside of my husband. And that was big for me. That was huge. Hey, go right now and get your pre-order copy. That's right. I wrote a brand new book with my business coach, Myron Golden. I can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud, but here's the cool part. We wrote this book together because one of the things I figured out was some people struggle with how to take any product or service and turn it into stories, success, and sales. Well, I wrote a book called From Side Hustle to Side Business. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do in order to be able to do all three in rapid succession. So go to from side hustle to side business.com. Make sure you pre-order your advanced copy, but guess what? There's more. Here's what you get to do. I'm actually so excited about the release of this book. I'm going to make sure that I help you learn about the principles and share some things that didn't even make it in the book. Well, how could you do that? You can order your ticket when you purchase your copy of a three-day webinar that I'm doing. That's right, three whole days where I'm going to be sharing with you stuff that didn't even make it into the book about how you can literally do this and build your business the right way possible. The only way you're going to be able to do that is you got to go to from side hustle to side business.com, get your advanced copy, get inside the three day webinar, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation, y'all. We, I don't know if we can do that today, <laughs> but I will ask this because my wife often talks about with women all the time. Um, some of these nuances, right, that women fall into when it comes to what am I asking my husband for and what I shouldn't be asking him about. Give ladies an understanding and a perspective. I know we don't have a whole lot of time to dive down that way, but what, like, talk to me, like, what, where did you come up with that sort of thinking? And for you personally, how did that impact even the the management relationships, as you mentioned? How did that impact going forward with what you were willing to do at work? Because in some ways, it's almost like disempowering the manager, but at the same time, empowering yourself, which I, should, I think is more important. Give me an understanding of how you got there. So, so I was raised in a single parent household. No father, right? Father was absent. And I believe, you know, that that was like the foundation of, you know, if a man tries to tell you, tell me something to do, first of all, you need to check a lot of boxes because I didn't have a man, you know, growing up, you know, in the household. I had my grand my grandfathers who I'm very, very close um, to, but I didn't have that. No, you can't. Yes, you can kind of thing coming from a man. So when my, I married my husband, uh, he had already checked the boxes that I had, right? I mean, you, I always, always, always looked at it like this. And I liken it unto a metaphor like the eagle. And a lot of people don't know this about the eagle, the female eagle. What she does is she'll go out on a branch when she, before she picks the male eagle, she'll go out on a branch. And she, she'll pretend like she's falling. And if he catches her, she'll, she'll go out and she'll, she'll go out on a higher branch. So she'll go up higher and she'll continue to do this 
And if he catches her every time, then that's that's her mate. Right. So those were my check boxes. I use I use that as a guide. So he checked all the boxes. So it, it was a no brainer that, you know, asking him or saying to him, I'm not happy on my job right now and I don't know what what to do. And the first thing he said was quit. What? If you're not happy, just quit. I got you. And that it was just a no brainer for me because he'd already checked the boxes. I'd already, you know, flown off the branch and pretended that I was falling and he'd already caught me several times. So it was a no brainer for me. That that is man, that's interesting because some people would go, yeah, but if I quit, that means we don't have that money anymore. Mm -mm. Right. Um, talk a little bit about that. Like, what is what would you say to the person who they hear you, Tasha? Like they they that sounds great, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to have that money anymore coming in that I'm used to every couple of weeks or every month. Like. Help me out. So honestly, I did, you know, and I tell this in, as a part of my story. When I left my job in 2018, I didn't, we left each other, me and me and my child, we left each other because the <laughs> company closed down, which was a good thing. But I didn't know, I didn't have like uh, uh, real estate properties. I didn't own anything, right? All I had was retirement that I figured I couldn't touch until I was what, 59 and a half or 60 something. I don't know. I just, I didn't think about it. I just, I just, I knew that I wanted freedom more than I wanted money. So if I knew, I knew that if I could, free, if I could be free of something, I could go out here and make money. I knew that, but I wanted my freedom. That is, so I like that you, you brought that up and, 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 those what I'm hearing you talk about is decisions that you were willing mm -hmm. to stick with. Mm -hmm. They weren't like, I'm gonna dip my toe in and see. No, you made a decision first and you were in. And once the decision is made, we don't look backwards. We're just we're just going forward decisions. So let's talk about a little further in this story because I understand that. You you start this journey, right? <laughs> Give me an idea. Like, talk to us about this because my wife remembers her first property. Talk to me about your first property. Like, what was it? What was the size of it? How much was it? Like, what was the journey? Because there's a lot of learning when you first step out there. That sometimes that first, second, and third one, like you go like, okay, now I get it, right? Like I I learned something. Talk to us about that very first property that you had. Well, let me tell you about my first real estate deal. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about my first deal because the first property was way, way after my deals. So people think when you get into real estate investing, it's about getting a property. Well, remember, I said I didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have this huge account, you know, all this money and I didn't have that, right? So what I did have was I had a retirement account. Through the studying and the mentorship, I found out that I could take my retirement account and roll it over into a self-directed IRA account. And then I could start lending money out 
to other real estate investors so that I could build up enough capital to go and start buying my own properties. So that was my, my first deal was lending money out to an investor who was rehabbing, rehabbing a property and he paid me back and then he came back. I gave him more money and it, it kind of snowballed after that. You know, I was in different real estate investment groups, associations, you know, word got out. She lends money. So that's how I started. That's how I got into real estate by being a private money lender. I hope y'all just heard this nugget that she just dropped that you don't have to have mm -hmm. a bag of cash to mm -hmm. start in real estate. Now, what's cool is about you saying that a lot of people don't understand those accounts that they've already got out there, right? And knowing how to move them. But there's probably somebody who's listening, Tasha, and going, but yeah, I don't want to touch that. That's my money for when I turn 65, Tasha. I don't, I don't know. Give me an okay. understanding of what, you know, give me some nuggets of things that maybe some people aren't thinking about when it comes to, you know, maybe that future or, you know, maybe some things that you've learned along the way of, you know, because I what I'm hearing you talk about is growth opportunities, you know, but talk to that person who's going, yeah, but I don't want to touch that, Tasha. What I it's all I built this up. It's I've had it for 20 years, right? And I don't I don't want to mess that up. Help that person really understand why they should be leveraging it now. Okay. First of all, I will say this. You can't you can't roll it over while you're still employed. That's number one. You cannot roll over any type of retirement account while you're still working for, for that company. However, and I want you to write this down, you can pull money out, you can borrow that money, and you can take that borrowed money that you're borrowing from yourself, your future self, and then you can start investing in real estate with that borrowed money. And then when you pay yourself back or as you're paying yourself back, you're paying yourself back with interest. So that's like a win, 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 win type of situation. OK. I think this is cool. So so now you're 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 you're, you're doing this over and over and over. Now you're able to get to this first property. Talk to me about this first property. What was it like? How did what was the experience okay. like for you? Because you've learned some things by by investing, right? Mm -hmm. But you weren't a part of like all the nitty gritty in that beginning. Talk to me about what was your experience when you finally got that first property and some of the things that maybe you learned. Okay. So I, I got to take you on a journey because I still, even though I, I did all, had done all those deals, I still hadn't purchased my first property. Okay. So what I learned while, while my money's out working for me, I'm getting educated, right? One of the cheat codes to, to real estate is lend your money out to other investors, because when you do that, they're going to bring you into their world and they're going to show you a whole lot of things that, that you can't find mm. in Google, YouTube. It. They're gonna, you're going to learn a lot more. Why? Because I always say your heart follows your pocketbook. So when your money is out there working, they're going to invite you in on their deals, on in their meetings, all those things. So I was learning a lot of things while they were uh, using my money. Right. One of the things I learned was I learned about wholesaling. 
And so that's when you you're buying low and you sell high. That's pretty you're just the middleman. That's you know wholesaling in a nutshell. So I learned about wholesaling and that I could start you utilizing that strategy to further build my uh, cash flow. And then take that money and then I could start investing and buying my own properties. So I started wholesaling properties. But guess what? I would wholesale the property to the person who I was lending money to. So I would make money on the wholesale deal on the front end. Then I would turn around and lend them money to rehab the property. So I'll make money on that. And then... I found out who else was buying properties. So it was it was like it was a no brainer for me. So let me take you to the first property. So my first property. So while, while OK, so I'm wholesaling properties. Right. I'm at home or I'm traveling with my husband and I learned that I can hire people. We call them deal finders or bird dogs. I could hire people to go out here and look for properties for me. Send me the properties. And if I close on the deal, then I will give them a percentage. Right. So I had five people in, in different states looking for properties for me. So one property came. I took the property information, reached out to the owner. The owner reached out to me like two or three months later. Right. So got the property under contract. I was going to wholesale this property. But as I was running my numbers and doing my due diligence, I found out that the property had a little, a little over $30,000 in equity. So I said, okay, I think I'll keep this property. So what I did was I took and I bought the property myself, right? I bought the property, um, did a little rehab in a property like replaced a roof or something like that for like $5,000. And then um, it had a tenant in it. So there was a tenant. When the tenant found out that the owner was selling the property, she had a fit. But I'd already asked the owner, does this tenant know that I'm purchasing the property? She said, yes. Well, she, she lied. So I made her pay for it. So at closing, I made her give me $3,000 cash at closing. If she wanted to close the deal, she had to give me some money. So I walked away um, at closing table with $3,000 cash. Would you like to be able to know exactly what you need to do to scale and grow faster your side business? Well, look no further. You should jump into right now the side business challenge. That's right. The side business challenge is where it's at. I'm actually helping you as a corporate professional build and scale your side business faster because that's the name of the game. I know you've been looking for a place to how do I take what I'm doing and actually make it work to be creating a real revenue generating business. Well, join the sidebusinesschallenge.com. You do not want to miss it because when you jump in, it's five Five days, one hour where I am helping you build a successful side business. I'm Chris Williams. I built my first successful side business to over six figures and I've helped countless people do the same. And now I've got a challenge 
just for you. You know you've been wanting to build it. You know you want to make it for real and you want to make it something legitimate that at least, what if all it did was pay all of your household bills? Could you imagine being able to go to work every day and all of your household bills are paid without leveraging your job money? Oh yeah, I can teach you that. And inside of the Side Business Challenge, I'm showing you how to level up inside of your career so that you show up in a big way. Yes, having that side business will teach you so much more than just money. Jump into thesidebusinesschallenge.com. I look forward to seeing you there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so just, you know, learn. I, I, had I not been a private money lender, I wouldn't have known about, you know, the little nuances of negotiating like that. That is so cool. That is so cool. So let's talk about now. You, you know, you, you're doing, you're doing this business. It's exciting. You obviously is it's, it's breathing new life into you. You're enjoying it. How then does your relationship with your husband factor into this? Like, because I know for me, I've learned a ton about business and my marriage and, and like all those different pieces as things start ramping up for you, right? What's something maybe that you learned for about yourself that, you know, was helpful to you as now you're doing business, you know, and, and managing your relationship and, and taking care of your kids. And there's, you know, trades off and pros and cons and all those things. Like what's something maybe that you learned about yourself as you're, as you're diving deeper into these entrepreneurial waters? I think the one of the coolest things about Benny and I's relationship is that when he met me, I was an entrepreneur, right? Ooh, wow. Yes. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18. So I've always done hair. So I was at the salon and I told him when we met, I said, listen, on Saturdays, I go into the salon at like six in the morning. I don't leave until like 1 a.m. Sunday morning. And he was like, yeah, right. And I was like, no, I'm about that life. Like, I'm really like that. And I'm fired like that, right? <laughs> he did not believe me. And I was like, so Saturdays would not be a good day. You know, we can hook up like later on Sundays or something. Yeah. Well, anyway, he didn't believe me. He came to the salon on a Saturday and he tried to wait it out. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was at the salon. When he got to the salon, it was around maybe four or five o'clock. I did not leave the salon until like 1, 1.30 Sunday morning. Oh my God. He had a yeah. rude awakening that day. Rude awakening. So so that kind of, that that was like the, the foundation of our relationship. So he already knew like she is about her business. I'm going to get in where I fit in. And if I can help her in any way, I will. So he started coming 100%. down on Saturdays, bringing dinner, you know, bringing me lunch. You know, he, he started catering to me because he do, you know, She's 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 about that life. She mm -hmm. she's gonna do what she says. And so when we got we got married, um, it was it was it was just normal, right? It was a normal thing, you know. I'm gonna. I, he said it the other day. He said, "Look, I'm in my lane. You're in your lane. And then sometimes I'll hop in your car and ride. Sometimes you can hop in my car and ride. And we'll ride it out together. And that's it. I like that. I like that. So now. Um, one thing I do want to discuss and, 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 and thank you for sharing kind of, you know, those pieces about your journey. I want to now talk about like, how did we get to T-Mac inspired? Like what, how did we get there? 
what was because because I think there's there's this thing right where um you know you could be doing your business and you could be running your real estate and doing your investing and life could be good right but what made you go okay I want to but now I want to I want to share I want to I want to I want to give more of this I want to I want to do more I want to like how did we get to T Mac inspired what was that journey about Benny McRae the third my husband he has been he was pushing me from day one when he saw like literally saw how many clients I had and the influence that I had in the area you know, in the beauty industry, you know, in the town, you know, when he saw that, he was like, you need to be like, he was pushing me. You need to get out there. You need to tell your story. And I was like, nobody wants to hear my story. You know, man, please. You know, and I'm, I'm really dismissing everything. And I mean, he just kept kept pushing me like, no, you need to get out there. There's so many women who need to hear your story. So many women you can help, you know, you you got to do it. You, you've got to do it. And then one day I was just like, okay, well, I don't know. You know, let's see. And then um, the first thing I did um, under T Mac Inspire was I wrote a relationship book. That's the very first thing I did. I, I did um, I did that in 2018. It was right after we got had gotten married, teaching women how to find their soulmate. Right their life partner. Hey, go right now and get your pre-order copy. That's right. I wrote a brand new book with my business coach, Myron Golden. I can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud, but here's the cool part. We wrote this book together because one of the things I figured out was some people struggle with how to take any product or service and turn it into stories, success, and sales. Well, I wrote a book called From Side Hustle to Side Business. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do in order to be able to do all three in rapid succession. So go to from side hustle to side business.com. Make sure you pre-order your advanced copy, but guess what? There's more. Here's what you get to do. I'm actually so excited about the release of this book. I'm going to make sure that I help you learn about the principles and share some things that didn't even make it in the book. Well, how could you do that? You can order your ticket when you purchase your copy of a three-day webinar that I'm doing. That's right. Three whole days where I'm going to be sharing with you stuff that didn't even make it into the book about how you can literally do this and build your business the right way possible. The only way you're going to be able to do that is you got to go to from side hustle to side business.com, get your advanced copy, get inside the three day webinar, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. That is, man. So this reminds me of something that I saw you post because I be going through your IG and I was like, oh, I got to ask her about this. Mm -hmm. You did a post back in January and I mm. quote, there are two types of people who would tell you, you cannot make a difference in this world. Those who are afraid to try 
and those who are afraid, you will succeed. And it's a quote, it's a quote from Ray uh, Goforth. And you did that post and I looked at that about a, about a week ago and I was like, oh, we got to talk about that. So there are two types of people who will tell you that you cannot make a, world, a difference in this world. Those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you will succeed. For you personally, where were you finding uh, around you, um, whether it's family or friends or whatever, where will you end up finding and running into those landmines of people who either A, had never really tried for themselves and were trying to give you that caution advice. You know how that works, right? And then where did you end up finding also on the other side of that, of the people who went, you know, they were just afraid that you actually might do this and maybe, just maybe that meant that the dynamics of our relationship is going to change as a result. How did that end up family. for you? Family. Family. Wasn't even uh, friends because I didn't hang around people that that were mm -hmm. not supporting me or didn't celebrate me. Mm -hmm. So it was all family. Yeah. Certain family members were always, I don't care what I did. It was always, you, always, you're doing too much. You need to sit down somewhere, you know, all that. So that came from, I would call, you know, that, that nucleus. Mm -hmm. How did, yep. how did you, when it first started happening, right. And you first started noticing it and was able to identify it for yourself, right. Within your family. Mm -hmm. How did you navigate the, that dynamic because it's not like you're not going to see them on the weekends or at family reunions and everything else right like how did you start navigating those conversations how did you how did you go there like what did you do to keep yourself like aligned and focused because you knew when i run into such and such i already know what that's going to be like how did you keep yourself like inspired uh, no pun intended, but how did you do that in order to stay the course? Well, it started with, with my grandmother, my, my, my father's mom. She's always inspired me and she's always mm. motivated me. She's always pushed me. She was she was there, you know, she was there. When my mom put me and my, my son out at 14 years old. You know, she was there when I graduated high school. She was there when I graduated college. She was there when I graduated cosmetology school. She she went down to South Carolina to the state and uh, sat two days while I was taking my board exam. You know, she's always been there. So that was like, she was always my driving force. And um, I just took that. I took everything that she'd ever said to me and I used that. And that was something that I've, I've lived by. She told me when I was 14 years old, you can be, do, and have anything that you want. Now, I'm 46. She said this when I was 14. I hear it; those words being tossed around a lot now, be, do, have. My grandmother told me that uh, 32, 33 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, you mentioned your grandmother, right? And If, if there was a, a crowning achievement moment where you where what what was that moment where you went? This is for my my grandmother. What was that 
What's that moment for you? Almost every moment, like mm. writing a book, marrying Benny, um, my children graduating high school, you know, every, every little thing, it was like a crown for her mm. or a rhinestone in her crown, right? Everything, getting in a real estate, you know, purchasing properties, calling her, telling her about it, you know, inviting her to my new home, you know, just all kinds of little, those little things, just having her stay the night at my house. That's, that's everything to me. Yeah. Wow. So she's been your rock. She's been that, Ooh. that person that's kind of kept you, you going, right? Um, mm. And you talked about, you know, dealing with some of those moments. And when I saw, I remember looking at this and I went, man, that is a, this, there's so many things about this post that, that we could definitely, you know, talk about. And I'm glad you kind of mentioned, you know, there was a person in the family, at least that you were like, out of everything else that's going on, this person has my back. Oh, for um, sure. Is there something yet that you still want to achieve that you go, this is for her? I don't think so. Okay. She lets me know how proud she is in her own way. You know, she's never, ever, ever. And people laugh and they pick at me because they're like, you can do no wrong, you know, in her eyes. I don't care what you do. It's not wrong. <laughs> You'll find the right in your wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everybody's got that one person in your family that'll, that'll do that to you, right? Um, I don't think there's anything. <laughs> I'm curious now because you talked about, you know, your husband coming into your life and really like being your ride or die right there with you. Talked about your grandmother, right? As you built this, this empire that you're building. How has this impacted your relationship with your kids? Whew. Well, first of all, my kids and I, my, I have two sons. I birthed two sons, but Benny and I have, a blended family of seven. But let me tell you, ugh, every single thing that I've done has, my, my children have like been right there, like mm. good, bad, ugly. It, it, it didn't matter. I don't care. Failed relationships. They saw it. They grew up in the salon. Like my children grew up in the salon. My baby wasn't even a year old when I started doing hair grew up in the salon. They both tell me we learned everything about a woman from being in the salon. <laughs> so I mean everything. I I've, 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 I've not hidden anything from them. And I'm I'm grateful for that. Because what it did was it allowed it allowed us to have this this unbreakable bond that is is beyond uh words, right? It's beyond any accomplishment. You know, my oldest son, he's He's an entrepreneur, right? I taught him how to do credit and he just took that and took it to another level and, and just just blew me out of the water. And I I retired from that. Hey, I gave him, hey, listen, you got this, you got this. And then he just started doing other things. And we do, we have real estate together, we invest together, we we lend money together, you know, we do a lot of things together. So it's it's been amazing. Now, having sons, I have two sons and one's about to graduate in May. 
just turned 18 last Sunday. Um, you know, as a as a husband and as a father, I will tell you um, the one thing that I I talked about talked to my wife about constantly mm-hmm. is that uh, I was just telling her this the other day. I told her I wanted her to know as her husband how proud I am of her of what she's done to this point in their life. Oh yeah. Because uh, kids at that age don't always verbalize a thank you. They don't know what to say probably, right? They're just kind of figuring out the next portions of life. But one thing that I know is that as a mother, at some point you got to let them go and you got to let them get out there in the world, right? Oh yeah. Figure out life for themselves. For you being an entrepreneur and having sons, what's something that like the mother that's out there that might have two sons as well that, you know, might maybe feel like, man, this is a struggle and I don't know what's on the other side of them leaving my house. Right. And that kind of scares me. Right. What's Mm. something you would say to that mother, um, you know, as, as she's making, you know, that change and that transition and and her children are getting ready to step out here in this big world. What would you say to that mother? Well, first I would say as, as a sing, well, am I talking to single moms or just, Hey, uh, we got, we get a lot of single mamas that definitely chat. My wife was a single mother for 10 years. So yeah, talk to that. single Okay. Okay, Because I mean, I was a single mom for many, many years. And as a single mom, the time that that you spend away from your children, uh, whether girls or boys, the time that you spend away from them, you're going to always have this sense of, um, of, of guilt, right? You're going to feel guilty because you weren't there for certain things. Um, but one thing I would say is include your children, include your, your, your kids and whatever it is that you're doing, always include them. When I was doing hair, like I said, my kids grew up in a salon. One of the things that I did was I wore an apron and I would just, and it, back then it was just cash. It was before cash app and PayPal and all that, you know, Stripe and all that. So all of, everybody paid me in cash. And when I would um, leave the salon at night with my kids, I would take all my money and I would put it on the bed and I would have them separate the money out. And then I would have envelopes and I would say, put, you know, and they would write things on the envelope. So I was teaching them about financial literacy then. Right. And I was teaching them how to budget. I was teaching them, you know, how to count money and things like that. I was teaching them that then. So for them, my, my baby, he's been an entrepreneur since he was 13. He started washing cars. He, he just knew it was in him. He knew it. So it may look like, you know, I'm spending a lot of time away from them, you know, doing things. But if you would include them in just the small things, I haven't we have an 18 year old now, my husband and I. He's we're, we're birthing a whole business. And I told him, I said, you're the CEO. So, hey, look, you just come to me if you need a little guidance. But, hey, I'm, I'm the CFO. I'm just going to back it. I'm going to back it. I'm going to fund the business. But you got to you got to put this thing together. And like we're literally doing it right now. I told Chris that earlier. That's what we're doing. You know, he saw it. You know, he saw, hey, look, she's out here doing her thing. She's making money. I want to be a part of that. And I'm allowing him to do that. I did it with with two of our daughters. Same thing. 
I think that is so cool. And you know what's interesting is I think that all parents, we all would love to be in that position. I think that's mm-hmm. the ultimate dream, right? Like to be able to go, sure. hey, I built something. I can incorporate my kids. And then I love what you just said there, being able to fund their business and mm-hmm. help them get started uh, in that way. There's something else, though, uh, as, I, as I'm hearing you talk, I see a sense of pride on your face about the choices you've made thus far. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the willingness to get back up after a few failed things. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the openness that you all have in your family, right, of, of A, this didn't work out and that might mean a few things for us for a little while, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I want to... I want to give you an opportunity. Let's talk to the 26 year old Tasha. Mm -hmm. What would you tell young Tasha knowing what you know now? What would you tell her? What advice would you give 26 year old Tasha today? Knowing where you were at that time, knowing there's a young lady out there right now in the same situation. What would you tell her? in order to help her out. Enjoy the journey. Don't don't strive for the destination because when you get there, there's always going to be something else to do. Enjoy the journey. At 26 years old, if I would have just enjoyed the journey, it, I believe that I would have been happier, number one. Um, I wouldn't have gone through a lot of what I went through because I was trying to rush to the destination. But just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ups, enjoy the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. Just enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that's 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 good because um when we're in it, we don't like it. <laughs> we always want more, right? And we never stop to just like be present sometimes and just be like, all right, it's it's here, right? And to that's know that some things are temporary and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It won't last all the time. Bad you don't have a bad life, you have bad days. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you might have a bad day. Now you could have a bad month. Okay, well, you know, but that doesn't last always. So um I wanna go I wanna now talk about a few things you guys got going on in this empire. Mm-hmm. You've got the real estate. You've got mm-hmm. business credit that you're helping focus on inside of your in, inside of your empire. Talk to us a little bit more about the podcast. What are you looking to do? Who are you looking to inspire with that podcast? And what what does this enable you to do that you're not necessarily able to do inside of real estate or business credit or anything else that you're involved in? Let me tell you, I love this. I absolutely love T-Mac Inspired podcast. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um one of the things that I love about having a podcast is that it allows me to find my voice, mm. right? Because like you said earlier, you got real estate, you know, you help people, you know, with their businesses and, and, and the credit portion of their businesses. And you help, you know, women make more money in their business, given all these strategies. And I help nurses in real estate. You know, I, I just, I help a lot of people. And I have a lot of, I like to say, it's like I'm an octopus, you know, whatever it is to make money, I can, I can show you how to make money, but to be, have a platform 
where I can find my my voice, where people where I can say, oh yeah, I wake up every morning and I meditate, right? I've been doing this for over a decade. You know, I, I probably have more vision boards than people have shoes. You know, I mean, it's I've been doing all this. Like I've been working on myself, but those are, you know, some of the things that I, I can't really, you know, uh, I don't really have a voice when, because people don't really want to hear that when they, you, they're like, I'm trying to get to the bag, you know, so I, I'm being more, um, what do you call it? Like I'm giving a lot of um, instructions on do it this way, do it that way. But I'm able to, you know, find my voice and say, no, this is who I am. This is what I've been doing without sounding braggadocious. No, I haven't worked since 2018. And yes, I've built an empire since I haven't worked. And, you know, those, you know, I love that about having a, a podcast. So being able to inspire women on a different level, finding my voice. Awesome. So you've done some pretty big interviews already. Um <laughs> You know, I, and, I, and what I what I like about what you're doing is and I do agree, um, finding your voice is one of the coolest things you can do with the podcast. And I will say you already got your voice. Uh, you just you choose so? to let it echo now inside of uh, the podcasting space. Um, talk to us about the the inspired uh, movement. Talk to us about like where you're headed with with this inspired movement. What is. What is kind of the goal and what is it that when a woman comes into your world, what is it that she's finding uh, when she gets and in, gets into that inspired ecosystem? Oh, wow. It's crazy you said that because my husband and I were talking about that last night. Um, we just landed um, someone who wanted to be on my podcast flew, flew myself and my team out. Um, we did a, a podcast on the rooftop. You know, I did a two day summit where I spoke both days and, you know, just being able to just be me and just share my story and then give people tangibles, meaning give them things that they could walk away with, you know, do this, do that, you know, be, being able to talk about the be, do, have that my grandmother uh, imparted in me, you know, 30 something years ago and, and take them along, a, you know, that journey. And I asked my husband, I said, when we, we got home last night, settled down, I was like, where do you see me in five years? What do you see T-Mac inspired in five years? And he said, speaking to the masses, motivating and inspiring the masses, whether it's through your podcast, whether it's through your daily workouts, you know, whether it's through all, I have, I'm working on a, a lot of other stuff I can't talk about right now, but whether it's through those things, whether it's through your books, whether it's through blogs, you speaking, I just see you you speaking and you, you you helping and reaching way, 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 way more people than you could have ever imagined. You know, Tasha, one of the cool things is, is that um, your. Your presence and the way you show up, I think, is a lot louder than what you ever say. And the reason why I find that so cool is a lot of times. Right. Some people when they kind of come out the gate, they're a little unsure of themselves. You're actually mm -hmm. very sure of yourself. Mm. It's just about the different places in which you're gonna allow people to be able to see that. And I think it's such a, it's such a cool thing to see, right? Um, mm. Because some people, it takes them a while to kind of like find them, right? And mm -hmm. and you have you have the opposite problem. What where I'm gonna put me? Uh, so and I think that's really cool. Now. Um, <laughs> 
you, you know, with with all that you're doing, give us a little bit. Give us a little bit more of that. What all is inside of this empire? There's real estate. There's business credit. What else is going on that's generating revenue for this for this for this home that is that is uh, one one incredible McCray family? What what all businesses are you guys doing right now? Oh wow, yeah, real estate is huge. It's it's really huge. Um, on a whole nother level, like um, commercial um, lending and stuff like that. Um, I have my own branch where I, I can lend up to a half a billion dollars to other other people, other investors, other business owners. That's something that I don't really talk about, but you know, really, you know, big in that. Um, e-commerce, uh, launching some things in the e-commerce space. Uh, very excited about that. Um, let me see what else. Just empowering other women. I, you know, a lot of my mentees or some of my mentees have already had 100K weeks. They've already uh, had 100K months. Um, two of them are almost hit. They're, they may hit their 100K month by the end of the month. They're already ones at 91,000 this month, ones at 92,000 this month. Um, just helping them uh, live their best life, get their time back and make more money, like make more money and work less. You know, just being able to do that, you know, I, that that's been everything to me. That is cool. That is cool. Okay. So, as we wrap this up, uh, I want to do I want to do some rapid fire. OK, oh. so I'm going to share some words and I want okay. you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind as I cover these words. OK, let's go. All right. First word. Let's start with. Business. Family. OK. Money. Family. Okay. Uh, problems. Family. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go to. Ooh. Okay. Uh, inspiration. T Mac. Okay. Um, legacy. Family. Okay. Uh, let's go to. Gonna flip to. Leverage. Everything. Okay. All right. Let's go to collaboration. Everyone. Okay. All right. Um, now I'm going to ask you a couple of your favorites. Okay. What's your favorite candy? I don't have one. I'm not a candy person. <laughs> You're not a candy person. Okay. What's your favorite brand? Louis. Okay. Why Louis? Um, it doesn't change. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Um, favorite book. Thinking Grow Rich. Okay. Uh, favorite car? Porsche. Okay. A favorite quote? 
Ooh, I have so many. <laughs> I have so many favorites. I really do. What can I say? It's my favorite one. Do what makes you happy. Oh, okay. All right. Do what makes you happy. Okay. Um, favorite moment in the last year. Favorite moment in the last year was Thanksgiving. Last Thanksgiving. Why Thanksgiving? As first, uh, my grandmother came, and I was able to cook Thanksgiving dinner for her. You'll ride or die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, lastly, uh, let's see. We'll go with okay. Um, your favorite source for truth? Oh, the Bible. I for sure. <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Okay. All right. So those are the lightning round questions. So lastly, as we wrap up, Tasha, um, you know, you've got a couple of cool projects that are coming. Uh, some we can talk about, yeah. some we can't. But uh, you have a resource that you talked about, you know, real estate. And you talked about being able to lend. Right. And you talked about this thing called business credit. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, share a little bit about kind of a little bit more about that. And, uh, you know, you've got a resource that you'll be willing to give everyone around that. So uh, talk Absolutely. a little bit about why you guys kind of focus on resource and kind of talk about this, this, this particular uh, resource as well. Let me tell you, the reason why I, I, I stress credit, um, personal credit first, let's be clear. <laughs> you need personal credit. You need to have good personal credit so you can leverage it on the business side. But the reason why I, I really go hard with educating um, entrepreneurs about credit is if you have a million dollars cash, liquid, and someone sues you, they can wipe you out. But if you have credit, good credit, and someone sues you, they can take your cash, but you can use that credit and you can leverage it and you can get it all back plus some. It, it, it can happen over and over and over and over again. Listen, whenever I want another seven figures, I go create another business. And I leverage that credit. Hold and whenever on, I want the next seven figures, I go create no, another business. No, we're not going to speed past that. You just said, whenever I want to go, say that again. Whenever I want seven figures, I create another entity, another business, and I leverage the credit. If I want another seven and figures, I repeat the process. So that just means there's going to be a part two. And, we'll, <laughs> and we're going to, that's all that what she just said. That just meant part two. So she'll be back because we're going to have a whole piece around that one. Just that bar right there alone. We're going to have a whole conversation around that. Um, and, and so talk about the kind of the resource that you you definitely want to be able to provide to people. So I have an ebook, uh, Business Credit 101. I am going to give that to everyone who's listening. Um, Chris has the link. He's going to provide the link at checkout. Just use code uh, TMAC. It can be all capital or not. Just use the code TMAC and you'll get it uh, completely free. 
utilize the strategies that are in uh, this this ebook that I wrote. Utilize the strategies so that you can create wealth leveraging your credit, in particular your business credit. Okay. That is so cool. Well, thank you for doing that. You you're so kind. We really appreciate it. So, um, lastly, you also do something that I find really cool. Talk a little bit about um, your challenges and what do they all entail? Oh, yes. So in the past, I started doing nurse your purse challenge challenges where I was teaching nurses how uh, doing a five day challenge with nurses, teaching them how to get into real estate. Um, I had a lot of people that wanted they were not nurses and they were like, I want to join the challenge. So I changed the name to grow your purse challenge. So that kind of got other people other than nurses into the challenge. What I found, um, because, you know, challenges, when you say something is a challenge, it's a challenge not only for the challengers, but for you as well. Right. <laughs> so what I found was, even though I was giving them the, the foundation on how to get started in real estate, they were having issues with other things like credit and, and, and leveraging credit, and not knowing how to do that, um, not knowing how to make more money in their business. Uh, they were working and working and working. And then it was time to go look for properties and work on the real estate piece. They were too tired to do that. So I said, listen, let me just show you guys, show you ladies how to make more money in your business without having to work more. So that that will free up your time so that you can start learning because you you there's a learning curve with anything so that you can start learning more about real estate. So then that that's what I'm doing now. So it's called increase my cash flow. Um, I don't even know if I'm gonna call it a challenge, but it's increase my cash flow. So right now I'm just taking people uh, on the wait list. So whenever I'm ready to uh, do the challenge, I want all the women entrepreneurs out there that want to learn how to make increase their cash flow, go from making 50 to 100 K a year to doing those 50, 100 K months. I'm ready. I'm ready to show you how to do it. That is so cool, man. That's good. That's good. Increasing some cash flow. Uh, yeah. Some brothers need some VIP passes to get into. Some, <laughs> you know, we want to be in there too. We want to learn. Right. We want to we we'll learn. learn. <laughs> yeah. So somebody had asked me, oh, you know, what, what do you mean? How can you help women make that much money in a month? You see this dagger behind me, right? Yeah. You know what that means. If you know, you know, right? I know what that means. Okay. Yeah. So I do 100K days. So I, I, it qualifies me. She to knows how, how to do that successfully <laughs> over and over and over again. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> um, listen, I appreciate you stopping by the show and, and, and giving value. I will say... Um, one of the greatest things about what you're doing now is that we'll be able to look back at this a year from now, five years from mm -hmm. now, 10 years from now and go, wow, look where it all kind of started bubbling. And then there was that moment, right? I want you to lastly share into the future now. Mm -hmm. Give us an understanding of where TMAC is in 10 years. Tell us what's happening. Ooh, Tell us okay. what things are going on. What have you accomplished? Where will you be? What will life be like? Talk to us about 10 years from now. 10 years from now, I would have helped over, I'm going to say 10,000 women uh, create legacies for themselves and their families. At least 10,000 women. 
I'm going to have a whole lot of retreats, a whole lot of retreats. I'm going to invite them over to my bungalow over in Belize where we can hang out for weeks at a time. Yes. I'm with that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. First of all, write down something that you learned that you're going to go do. Don't just take T-Max inspiration and just be inspired. Be inspired to action, right? What are you going to do based on this interview? Secondly, I'm going to ask you that if you saw value in this for yourself, that means there's value for others. Please share this episode. We're on all platforms. Share it on every single area that you actually spend a lot of your time. Thirdly, feel free to subscribe. Here at The World According to Chris, my job is very simple. I'm going to help you and find those who have done exactly what you want to do, but they're just a little bit ahead of you. And I'm always going to be able to bring you great content and people to be able to talk to. And as you know, with everything that I provide, my whole goal is to be able to ensure that I'm helping you achieve your goals faster. Whatever I can do to be able to help that, that's what we're going to do. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Until we talk in the next episode, I hope you have a great, incredible day. And remember, please go take a whole lot of massive action. Thanks, everybody.